Welcome to Toast in the Morning. It is now time to put on your big boy pants. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello, people. Welcome to a big episode of Toast in the Morning. Every episode is a big episode, but here we'd like to we'd like to go big. We care about our fans. Uh, a lot of a lot has happened in football this week. Trade deadline just passed. A lot of teams made some moves, and honestly, I think the moves that weren't made were bigger than the moves made. Speaking as a Miami fan, I think you can uh, attest to that. Yeah, but you know this. It's more of a broad question here. Why do we still get excited for the NFL trade deadline? It's always a letdown. I know, and I saw, but, if you, but it's like every year. It's like no. It's going to be different this year, that's for sure. It's just because teams are too afraid to make big moves. And a lot of times teams don't want to to hold on to their guys during the season. Um, But I saw one funny take. And honestly, I I agree with this as goofy as it sounds. That what if no one announced the trades are made before the trade deadline and they just came out to the field Royal Rumble (laughs) style? Like just like nobody knew, and then just this Sunday, Von Miller runs out in a Rams uniform, and everyone's like, "Holy shit! It's Von Miller's music!" Oh, I love that. (laughs) I really like that. That if there was no foreign media, that honestly would be ten out of ten. Or like at the same time, if you were waiting, and then your team goes runs out feeling Joe Flacco's running out feeling Jets uniform, you're like, "Oh my god!" I was excited. (laughs) You can't be kidding. That's what I'm saying. I honestly think that would be hysterical. Oh my god, that's so funny. That's so funny. So everyone's like, you're like sitting there waiting. It's like, come on, Deshaun Watson runs out. Deshaun Watson does run out the field. You're like, ah, ah, whatever. As uh, but another week. Yep. But great week. You know, I really to take a look. At our predictions, I take a nice predict another extension. As I should have taken a bigger lead, honestly. A couple things didn't go my way that I would have liked. The Giants should have won that game. Got a bad face mask penalty called against us. But you know what? Can't pout, can't whine. We played a bunch of these games were like like one possession games. But also, Evan, congrats. I would like to give Evan a round of applause. He broke its host in the morning record for the worst week in prediction history. Yep. Five and seven. That's, that's me. Remember, remember my abysmal week one that I slammed it so bad? Evan beat that. Evan comes out with the worst performance yet with interesting takes such as who does he have in here? Minnesota over Dallas. They lost to Cooper Rush. That shouldn't be happening. The, oh, God forbid the Giants won there. If Evan comes out 4 and 11, he's honestly on the verge of tears. It was it was looking like that with the Giants game. Like, oh my god, dude, the Arizona game. Like, what the hell was that? Like, they were driving down so well, and then AJ Green forgot to put his bat, turn on his batteries. <laughs> like, oh my god, that was that was bad. That was really really bad. I thought you were going to like steamroll this week because I was doing so bad, but like. Yeah. No, because you, you copied all this better. week. Is an no, 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 week no, no, in, no, no. Into which we have damn near opposite selections. We do. Because 
you picked first for the first time this year, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. So now that the picks are different, you had no one, like, you had nothing to base off of, you know? Right. But, dude, well, you're copying some of my picks. Like, I see, like, New England, like, you're copying my picks, man. Like, w- like what's that? What's up with that? Honestly, you know, it's this funny thing we should do now, just like, um, like uh, b- betting locks. Like, you know, I'm going to have to take the over on this game. I'm going to take the money no, line. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> we start losing people some money. Oh, God. That, that, you know, we can have our own sports book and really screw, screw over people. That would that, be tough. That's the American dream right there. There's a couple things I want to go into. Um, everybody, let's see. Let's open up with the elephant in the room. We got the Henry Ruggs situation that just developed over there in Vegas, looking like an absolute dumpster fire team as we speak. A lot of issues going over there on Vegas. And at the same time, they're still, what, five and two? Somehow. Somehow, you know. That just goes to say, no matter what's going on in your organization, you still win football games with some good talent, unlike Miami. But Without saying too much, because I know we're we're a little late to the party. I mean, everyone's heard a million different things. Everyone has their opinions now. But in short, a young kid made a really stupid decision, cost himself his football career for the time being, at least. Um, And possibly a large portion of his life facing upwards of 30 or more years of prison, I'm pretty sure. It's like 2 to 22, 2 to 30 years. Yep. Um, Without... Do I think he should be seeing 30-something years in prison? No. As you see, there's a recent video that came out, too. It's not like he, there was malicious intent. The poor guy was screaming and crying on the scene. I get it. But same time, stupid decision. Definitely cost himself his career. Wish the best for the families that were harmed. And that's that's really all I have to say on that. Did something really dumb. Like, if you're... That's drinking, Uber people. Should have... Never do that. Never drink and drive. Like especially, especially like especially when you're that rich, like you gotta have you have definitely have someone that you know that can. And that right? also beg, that also begs to raise a question: How much of an impact do you think over the? We'll see this. I have to. We'll have to see this at least over the next five to ten years. But how much of an impact is playing Vegas going to have on some of your young talent? You're giving these. You're giving some twenty to twenty-two year olds multi millions and dropping them in the gambling and partying capital of the world. I don't know. I think it's. I think it's. It goes to anyone, personally. I mean, it goes for anything, but it's definitely a lot easier to stay less distracted playing in Green Bay, Wisconsin, than Las Vegas, Nevada. So, I agree. Yeah, to, to I, I get that. Own, I get that. Um, would be it'd be a lot different of a decision if he didn't happen to ram another vehicle. Oh, still, yeah. Um, it's, yeah, did something stupid and took someone else's life, ruining the family, ruined an entire family. So, ruined his life. And I took another life, but yeah. it's that that's about it. Saying that, uh, yeah. But I also at the same breath, I don't agree with the people slandering his name in the sense where like, oh. Like enough's enough. Pray for the family, and it's it's a waste of time. It's honestly, I, I agree with a lot of people saying it's it's just corny at this point. You know, it's not accomplishing anything. Really dragging his name at this point, just more pray for the family. It's stupid to exactly. learn from it. Move on with life. But, but 
another this is what i really want to talk about this is i think the biggest story right now is what is going on in cleveland where does odell stand is this is this an issue with cleveland or you think with odell because this seems to be another city where he's just not clicking i guess it was i i think when you look at it it feels like the acquisition came in a time where Cleveland were like slowly turning it around and like and were generating buzz. And they wanted like the superstar name. Is that fair enough to say? Like they wanted to make the splash acquisition regardless of fit. You thought maybe it'd be an okay fit because Jarvis he's team over Jarvis Landry and got a young quarterback. Obviously, it did did not work at all. Obviously, just got released. So See, but this is – it's kind of bittersweet, too, as a Giants fan because I know how talented this man is. Odell is one of the most elite combinations of route running and hands in the league still to right now. And he's – on paper, it seems like he would fit with his receiving core. He'll allow you to take the top off the defense, throw some underneath routes, very elusive in the open field. But him and Baker just don't seem to connect. And it's – it's kind of funny to look at. This is where I feel a little bit better about it. It's kind of like I told you so moment watching him, you know, kind of sit next to Lil Wayne, talk shit about Eli Manning when he was putting up some of the biggest career numbers of his career. Because once again, he's a young kid, he didn't understand what was going on. He's just, you know, talking all this shit about Eli, who never said a single word and let him rock. And now, like, when he, you know, now he's using Baker Mayfield in Cleveland and he's not getting the ball and he's not hitting on his routes. It's kind of, I feel like you, you, you there's got to have crossed his mind at some point where it's like, damn, Eli was really getting me the ball, no? Yeah. I think it's also a case of a lot of ego, which is just, it's, it's not, it's not my fault. It's never my fault. And even when he came to Cleveland, I mean, he had, he was him and Baker Mayfield talking shit about Daniel Jones, you know, how great they're bad to do. It's just kind of like, uh, you know, keep your mouth shut till you perform. But in the same breath, Odell is still a top receiver. Talent is a top 10 talent receiver. Um, the question of fit is a different conversation, but put him on a team with a more competent quarterback. And since Baker's competent, he's a good quarterback. He can get the ball there, but it's just not a fit. I think, God forbid, he ends up in Green Bay, ends up in Tampa Bay, ends up in Buffalo. He will, like, if he started there, he would have a 1,500-yard season, 12 to 1,500-yard season. He's that good. There's multiple times where you see either him both ways miscommunications where he's breaking on routes or making adjustments and Baker doesn't realize because the, the connections out there or Odell breaks deep and he overthrows him by 10 yards. It's just, there's not a connection between Odell and Baker. And that's why the offense is probably performing better without Odell because he, you know, he's making the place to Jarvis to Nick Chubb to all those other guys. I don't want, I don't want to see him in Buffalo for sure. I don't want to see he's he, I don't want to see him in Tampa Bay too. Well, be careful to see him in New England though. Oh no, there's no way. No way. Mac Jones will get him the football. Because you you can complain with those little slants, but now imagine instead of Hunter Henry, it's Odell catching an eight-yard slant. 
Oh, I, you see I, multiple I, times he can break those eight, 10 yard slants for I'm a, 80 yard I'm touchdowns. A, I'm not saying that. I'm saying I don't think he's going to New England. You never know with Belichick, especially if he's a free agent. It all comes down to, you know, who can convince him. And just, you never know. But it's, well, he's, he's got to he's, he, well, get through the, the waiver wire. So we have to see who claims him. But let's see. Yeah, like another fit. I can see possibly. I don't even know. I think, who, who I think, think the Green Bay one's actually a pretty good one. I think Green Bay would be the best of both. Like it works with, in Green Bay since like as management, you kind of get Rogers a quarter, another receiver. You know, you get him the receiver that you know. Hey Rogers, we finally got you somebody. Please, please stay. Rogers would be thrilled to have Odell Beckham. Thrilled. Now you have. Two insanely talented route runners across from each other. It's going to be real difficult to cover Devontae Adams and Odell. What about Kansas City? See, that's a, probably another front runner, and I think that'll fix a lot of their issues. But at the same time, honestly, I dog. put them up there. I, f- yeah. I think it fixes their issues because. Now you can't really because originally their plan was basically I, what I see when teams are playing Kansas City is double Tyreek, like ca- Travis Kelsey, catch everything, and that's all you'll allow. Double Tyreek, and they let Travis Kelsey catch those eight, five to eight, ten yard passes and try and knock him down. Or, you know, that, that's about it. That's what I see from game plan. I think putting Odell out on the field there is going to open Tyreek more, and God forbid Tyreek has a little bit of space to run, it's over. All right. But do you think, though, too, in Cleveland, this is where I really don't know as well, is do you think there's beef between him and Baker? Well, I know there was apparently the video where his dad was trashing on Baker. I did see that. So I think there's... Definitely something brewing underneath that. But where I will disagree is I don't think that Odell is a locker room cancer. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. I think that's an overreaction. People are very quick to say that when someone either doesn't fit or doesn't have chemistry with someone. Especially um, he was an issue OBJ. in New York, and I think that was a little bit more. He was a little he was young, got really famous really quick. And he was doing, you know, some things I would consider, you know, conflicting to team chemistry. But here in Cleveland, I really haven't heard him make a bunch of noise. I think he's been oh. fairly fine and good for Cleveland. Just there's just a lack of connection with Baker Mayfield. And that's just that's gonna happen. Fair enough. Fair enough, fair enough. Any other big stories this week? Football, uh, well, Vaughn Miller got traded. So that was. I think that's going to be a fairly big move. Uh, people are underestimating how much, even though he's 32 years old, Vaughn Miller can get done. He's still going to be effective. Now it's going to help. I think it's going to be even more beneficial for Aaron Donald having another guy in that line. Free him and up I, a little yeah. bit. Apparently, if you I double and triple it. team Aaron Donald, Vaughn Miller get there still. Yeah. Apparently. I on a notification from Bleacher Report like 23 minutes ago, Von Miller recruiting Odell. So I 
another weapon. Because the because the Rams are going to get rid of Deshaun Jackson. That would so. be very scary, especially since Cooper Cup is on pace to have like the best receiving season like ever. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. He's going to be like the token white boy now. Everyone's going to be like, yeah, I want to run some routes like Cooper Cup. It's the Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. It's all that stuff. He's going to be the, he's the new token white boy receiver. Everyone's going to be like, oh, we need one of those on the roster. You know, sneaky, yeah. athletic, you know, good for team culture. And, <laughs> you know, it's like all that. Uh, sneaky yeah. athletic gets me every time. That was so funny. Sneaky athletic. Uh, the real family man. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one too. His mother, a school teacher. It's it's always like it's always something like that. She was a school teacher. She was a kindergarten school teacher. So she she was able to you know teach these young boys. Like oh my god, it was Devontae Parker's doubtful this week. He's not playing. He just got put on the IR. That's crazy. But thank but thank goodness we hung on to him at the trade deadline. Thank goodness. Nobody wanted him. Apparently, there was a report that teams were interested. Teams were interested, and the Dolphins said, no, we want him still. The other question is, too, what's going on with Aaron Rodgers? Because I'm honestly still confused on the situation a little bit. Was so, he? Did he say he was vaccinated and he wasn't vaccinated? I'm so did- lost. So, like, I was thinking, okay, so he just lied. About vaccination status, and then it was like, no, I'm like, I don't think you can do that. I don't think it's as easy as just I, 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 I then he's like, oh, I'm like, immune or not? Like, what? He like, said immunized, immunized, and then like, he was like, oh, well, I'm like, I'm allergic to something in the vaccine, and now I'm, it's like, he just, he, I, he went on the uh, Pat McAfee show and started talking about it. I saw like little headlines or whatnot. He uh, like he talked about ivermectin, which is like so I think is like the horse like the, like horses use. Because yeah, I remember they pulled up this clip where he said, "Yeah, in August he said he'd already been immunized." Which is that's not because if you look like he's technically like that doesn't mean you got a vaccine. That's not immunization, but since training capability. Well, he's not playing this week. No, so. did nobody nobody checked up on that because he hasn't been following any of the protocols for unvaccinated players because he said he was immunized. Immunized. As a great opposition. That's what a what a story. And now Jordan Love is gonna make his first start. Unless it's Blake Bortles. It's gonna be Jordan Love. It should be Jordan Love. Although I do want to see Blake Bortles on the football field again. I think Blake Bortles signed. I know they were talking about bringing him back. Um, oh yeah, they signed, but he's not—he's only in the practice squads. But um, yeah, it's got to be Jordan Love. So, so this is explaining. This is on ESPN.com article explaining okay. the uh, difference. He said, "Is there a difference?" Because he said, "I've been immunized." Said no one thought so at the time. The CDC defines vaccination as the act of introducing vaccine to the body to produce protection from a specific disease. Its definition for immunization is a process by which a person becomes protected against a disease through vaccination. So if you want to want to parse, you can interpret Roger's response to mean he believed himself to be protected against COVID-19 without overtly saying he received and approved the vaccination. 
God, this is some nonsense. Okay. Okay. So, and then she's breaking down a bunch of the protocols. Oh, like then, like then, Rogers attend a Halloween party dressed as John Wick. First off, that clip of him dressed as Pooh Shiesty dressed as John Wick might be the most iconic video I've seen in a while. Yes, <laughs> he said, "Yep, John yes. Rogers." What's up with that face? You're like, no, just saying from the video, at least it couldn't be determined whether the other people were teammates. Okay. I feel like that had nothing to do with it. Nothing to do with it. Are they, are they not allowed to be around other people when they're playing? Oh, it says an unvaccinated player can't gather in a group of more than three players, coaches, staff, and other members of football operations staff. Oh, that's what it's saying. Oh, okay. Oh. And then they must wear a mask at all time indoors in the facility. Oh, I see what the issue is coming. So basically, if he's not vaccinated, he broke every single oh, part of the protocol. All of them. For 15, 20 weeks, probably. I'm just saying, how worried should Rogers the Packers be? Best case scenario, he will rejoin the team after they play the Seahawks. So it's not out of the question he can miss two games, assuming he tests negative and is asymptomatic at the 10-day mark. So he could miss two games, pretty much. Yeah. And then that's pretty much all on that. Hopefully he plays. Hopefully they figure it out. But this is where I want you to take over. This is where I want you to take over. What's, What's next with Deshaun Watson? Uh, well, according to the tweet from Adam Schefter, to be continued. It's pretty much just that. Wait until the Dolphins season ends. Wait until the regular season ends, the, the playoffs. Wait until February, March. We'll be back in this whole cycle again. I think it's simple as that. So apparently I said the trade discussions with Miami fizzled out because of the serious legal situation that he's in. That was the only reason that they didn't make a move. Pretty much. Pretty much. Who's Casario? He is the uh, GM for the Texans, Nick Casario. He said, I don't really want to comment on something that is out of my control. How is that out of his control? Oh, whether Uh, he believed Watson's legal situation made the trade more difficult to complete. So, so again, we just try to take it one step at a time and take the information as it comes and try to make good decisions the best we can. In the end, it wasn't a trade that came to fruition. And the night before the trade deadline, owner Stephen Ross talked to Deshaun Watson. Mm -hmm to iron these details out and there was like a, like a report saying that they were trying to settle all these uh victim like all this outside of court apparently that's what i saw mm-hmm. like man what a mess what a mess the disaster over there it was an absolute it was it was an absolute disaster Are Kind of, kind of. And it's not even like because they didn't make the move. It's more or less just how we got here, you know. Like, 
because I was to believe that, yeah, they, they did the due diligence. They probably talked to them, but they shut them down, whatever. It's a bunch of media mumbo jumbo until like recently. I'm like, oh, wow. No, they really, really wanted this guy. Like really wanted this guy. If, if he didn't have these legal situations, my, Deshaun Watson would be a Miami Dolphin. Yeah. So, and it's it goes back like this whole Stephen Ross talking to Deshaun Watson. It reminds me I brought this up like a few weeks ago, back in 2011, when Tony Sperano was still the head coach. Rest in peace. In 2011, and Stephen Ross flew all the way to California to talk to Jim Harbaugh to be the next coach. Whilst Tony Brown was still hired, was still the Dolphins head coach. This was like January 2011. And then that 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 happens. And then Stephen Ross goes, does uh, damage control. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Here's a, a new contract extension. Next season hits, doesn't finish the season, gets fired. And Harbaugh doesn't come. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. I think you're costing them to it. What was that? Like, I feel like this is going to most affect them too, though. Like, you really had all these conversations. Yeah. People wanted you gone, and Tua's like, oh. Like, it really is, once again, stunning that the fact that the people in charge at the time of the draft last year didn't collectively agree on this. Like, they didn't agree. Like, some people agreed Tua was the guy. Herbert was the guy. Different direction, whatever. Like, they couldn't they couldn't equally get on the same page and are still equally on the same page. Like, are not equally on the same page. Like, they're still like, no, we don't want him. Instead of like, ah, we'll see what we can do. Instead of, and, and like, trying to build around him. It's a mess. It's an absolute mess. This team. It's the last place you want to be as an organization. It's it's uh it's going to that dysfunctional like Jets territory, Lions territory, like this ownership. What Stephen Ross has been doing is nothing short of losing. He's been a loser his entire tenure as owner. He was almost one last year. Well, he has the odd. Uh, he always has the odd year. He's had a, he's had two winning seasons as owner. Yeah, too. It's it's the same stuff. It's I don't think it'll change until he sells the team, which I don't think he'll sell the team. I don't. The only way we'll see a ownership change is when Ross passes. That's really the only way I can say it. Not to be rude or cruel or anything. It's really the only. I think really the only time we'll see a change in ownership. But um, yeah, it's just an absolute mess and disgrace. And uh, I'm so happy, so happy that Justin Herbert is in an organization that really believes in him. And I'm rooting for him. I really am. I'm actually a fan of Justin Herbert because you know why? Because he's he's somewhere else and he's succeeding and people like him and people believe in him. I really am. And I'm not saying that to be really bitter because you sound I'm, so bitter. You know what? I'm not even trying to be bitter because I'm actually like, you know what? Good on you because you, I know in hell you would not be succeeding whatsoever. You're in this dog pile. You never know that. No. It's look at Ryan Tannehill. 
They couldn't. They couldn't. They couldn't build them. They couldn't build an old line worth a damn. And you know he's a since leaving he's a he's a Pro Bowler, got another big contract extension. So, uh, it's uh, oh, this is gonna be a rough rest of the year. Like I really just don't care. Like. I, I guess I'm happy that they didn't panic bought, although I expected them. To, I thought they were going to. It One seems like it's like, like I, I, I guess like, look, you lost the first round pick. The Eagles going to get a good, good pick, whatever. Move on. We'll regroup next year. Like at least you'll have a first round pick this year. It'll be San Francisco. So it'll, and it will be lower, but at least you have one. Rebuild, pick five six guys you you have. You f- pick five six guys. Get everyone else. See you later. Build around those guys. Take Rattle Spencer Rattler. Oh, no. oh. <laughs> hey Aaron. Hey, if Aaron Rodgers' contract expires, I would. What am I taking he, him? He Miami might be the last on his list. I don't know, man. What about the the Miami Vice vibes? The vibes. <laughs> Anyways, going into this week's predictions. <laughs> I to recap last week. We recapped last week's predictions. Yeah, yeah. Pretty well, that. but we did that. This is what we're going to talk about. You did ask. I did good. Giants should have won. But to open yes, this sucks. game for this week that we both picked Indy for. Oh, wait. Oh, oh, wait Mike White what? is kind of that dude. Like, who are these guys are coming off, coming with off the bench? Because they're slinging the ball better than Zach Wilson has all year. John, Josh Johnson. You don't know who Josh Johnson is? XFL legend. I think like people take it as nothing, but Zach Wilson's in trouble. It's a good situation for the Jets. It's the worst situation for Zach Wilson. So, because look, 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 this could be a good thing for him. This is the second guy that's performed. All because it was garbage time, and they were still getting blown out, but. Like, I'm but the thing is, though, the Jets weren't playing. Like, I know he got hurt, but Mike White seems pretty comfortable in the pocket. He's delivering some decent balls. Wait, wait, are you saying a team is trusting their quarterback? You just upset the two is at. I think I'm just upset that the Dolphins can't build it around their fifth overall. It seems like, and the Jets are building around Mike White, a six-round pick from what 2018. <laughs> anyway, continue. He's slinging the ball. I really think they could have been in the game if he stayed healthy. And then he got hurt, and then everyone was like, everyone's interest was like, okay, time to turn off the TV. God forbid he stayed healthy and they won that game. I think Zach Wilson doesn't start. Yeah, I would I would say that. Got put a high end. That's crazy, bro. Your job can go like this in this in this league. Yeah, like I guess with, with Salah, it's his first year, so he'll get away with it. But you know. Anyways, going into our selections for the week, the Las Vegas Giants game, to which we will attend, at the New York Giants easily. <laughs> Thank God you you were talking like so far away from the easily. Line. The Giants the Giants got this one. Um, 
even though they lose a lot of games, they play to the level of the competition. They'll be in the game whether they win or lose this football game. And I think the difference is the fact that I think we could hold them on defense. You know what? I thought that same thing when Denver was playing against the Raiders after the whole John Gruden stuff. And then they just boat raced them and everyone else since. So that's why I'm going with the Raiders because it feels like the Raiders. The Raiders. And when you think they're down, they're somehow very much not out. I'll give honestly, a lot of credit to Derek honestly, Carr. Rep, screw y'all. I'm intentionally wearing my OBJ jersey this this weekend. Okay. Well, just, to, like, just, to re- just to rep my boy. I think we'll see plenty of OBJ jerseys there. <laughs> I haven't really worn that jersey in like years, honestly. Well, yeah, like a Saquon jersey? I don't have a Saquon jersey. I know you're going to get that Kadarius Tony jersey, aren't you? I honestly really do. The 89? What an ugly number. What an ugly number. That's such a receiver number. That's such a tight end number. Not a lot of receivers wear those 80s. They were 80s, but not 89. That's like a weird number. Like 88. I can work with. with okay, Des Bryant, shut up, bro. It's better than 89. <laughs> He knows one. He knows better than eighty-eight, eighty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Atlanta, New Orleans. Atlanta's gonna take a win on this one. They've been hot ever since. For some reason, they played the Giants. Of course, uh, New Orleans is without a quarterback, pretty much. Ah, uh, Trevor Simeon season, man. Yeah, not... Trevor Simeon's playing. How bad does Ian Book have to be to not get the start over Trevor Simeon? Notre Dame Nation. You know what? I'm just shocked that Trevor Simeon's still in this league. <laughs> I don't even care about the whole like if Ian Book's playing or not. Like Trevor Simeon is still in this in this football. Alvin Kamara said he wants to get the ball. Play quarterback. He said he could sling it a little bit. So, that'd be tough. Imagine <laughs> like he was actually launching the ball. He'd be like a Lamar Jackson. Do you think we could see probably see some like flea, uh, like those uh so those they're gonna run some wildcats they're gonna run some taste what happened to taste him hill i think i think he's injured right he's gotta be but like i, I don't think remember he, him. i, think, I don't I think remember he, him getting hurt i think he's i think he's hurt i think he's hurt all right well i, I think i take atlanta over this one because of that turmoil uh buffalo easily over jacksonville they're the best team in football and jacksonville's jacksonville Besides, except when they play against Miami. Cleveland over Cincinnati. Um, this is the first game without Odell. Um, Baker's back. The offense usually – I think the offense is going to put up 40-plus points. It's one of those weeks where, like, they just randomly drop, like, 35-plus points and Baker will throw for, like, 300 yards with four touchdowns. I just – I'd be I like, see, yeah. we don't need them. Yeah. It's one of those I'm going, weeks. Yeah. I'm going Cincy because they – lost the Jets, and I think they're kind of embarrassed. As they should. Um, New England yeah. over Carolina. Carolina blows, blows, blows. And P.J. Walker, no, I think, is, is he starting this week? Hmm. I think so. Regardless? Which is embarrassing to Sam Darnold, but anyways. Sam Darnold's not good. Denver-Dallas. 
Dallas should win this game. Denver's another yep. one. They're just not a good team. They yeah, fooled no. us in the beginning because they played the collective worst teams in the league to start the year. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, Baltimore, and also Teddy B was slinging the ball the first couple of games. Against those said dumpster fire teams. The Giants aren't dumpster fire territory yet. They're like a dumpster, but not in flames. Yet. Not okay. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> Baltimore and Minnesota easily probably the most exciting team in the league to watch. I love watching Baltimore, and I think Lamar is a top five quarterback in the league. The man gets so much slander. I say this every single week. He is he amazes me with what he can do. Love Lamar. Baltimore's always that weird team because they're on a roll and then they'll have that one hiccup loss. Yeah. So then Houston, Miami. I'm going to take Houston in this one. Um, the two teams, you know, they're going to be talking about Deshaun Watson a lot in this football game. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you I will. You'll never catch me betting for Miami, especially since they lost to Jacksonville. I will feel very yeah, comfortable with this sense. pick. I don't, think, I don't think you did that even last year. I wouldn't be shocked if you didn't. Like, so we'll have to run it back from last year. But go ahead. All right. Heads home. Tails away. Miami's the home team. All right, let's flip the coin. I've been, I've been 2-0 doing these coins. So let's see what we can uh, what we can do here. It's against Miami again. I got Houston. It's Tails. You got Houston? I got Houston. I got Tails. Man, God does not want me to pick the Dolphins ever again. Yeah, it's been working, though. It has been working. Yeah, because I picked. I also picked Tampa Bay the one week, and yeah. I hope Miami wins this week. <laughs> like I said, if they win, awesome. If uh, the season's lost, who cares? Um, Chargers, Philly. They Philly absolutely just boat race Detroit. Like we both thought Detroit was going to win last week. Let's let's all remind us that we thought they were going to pull off this their first win, but they put up a good fight all the time with Dan Campbell, and they absolutely got boat raced. That was embarrassing. That was quite embarrassing. Unless you're an Eagles fan. So yeah, yeah. Chargers are also they. Just lost to New England, so I bet you they want a little bit of redemption. So that'd be um, good. I think Green Bay beats this Kansas City this week. Jordan Love gets his first career start and win, and it's going to raise questions in Green Bay of do we really need to resign Rodgers? Even though yes, they should, but that's still be a nice storyline. I, I I'm going Kansas City because I think it's just it's going to be like the part of the year where they pick up some like wins. To be like, oh, we're back, baby. Yeah, it gets like teams that are down. Exactly, which is, you know, they're not going to have their superstar quarterback. Arizona, San Fran, Arizona wins this. This team is I, I was unsure, a I, loss against San Fran. I uh, guess lost against Green Bay, my bad. This one, uh, this one I was unsure about, but I'm going to Arizona, yeah. But um, Tennessee Rams. I'm going to take Tennessee in this one as I have it there. Tennessee, oh, they also don't have Derek Henry this week. I'm changing my selection to the Rams. Yes, 
That's not, that's not, wow, man, you're copying my selections, bro. Shut up. I forgot. If they had Dark Henry, I was going to take Tennessee because the team plays up to a high level all the time, but then loses to bad teams. It's another one. Whatever game they're in, Tennessee's always in close games, plays level of their competitions, but you're also missing your running back that breaks out for at least one 80-yard touchdown a game. Yeah. Shout out Jonathan Taylor. And, and then uh, Chicago-Pittsburgh, I'm taking – I took Chicago for some reason. Yeah, I saw that. You know, Do you want to change? No. All right, I'm going Pittsburgh. I'm I'm a, that one. I'm really not sure why. I feel a historically Chicago. bad week again for me this time, but you know, <laughs> nah, it, it, you know it's gonna go in my it's gonna go my way. You know, I'm one of go us in. is gonna get clapped this week. I know, I know, or we both go like eight and seven, seven and eight. Yeah, like yeah, that, that's the picks of the week. Great picks as per usual. Great picks as per usual. We're halfway through uh, the year season, which is crazy. Feel like yesterday season just started. It's kind so, of like how the semester feels. In a couple of weeks, it'll be Thanksgiving, so that's going to be crazy. Oh, we have but a Thanksgiving I'll... special here. Honestly, yeah. we might have to do like a, a way too early mock draft just for shits and giggles. How about we wait till like the season ends? How about that? I know, I'm like kidding. It's a, it's a joke. Yeah, it's a joke. Yeah. Honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if you were like, you know what? Screw it. Why not right now? I love those way too early mock drafts. Yeah, it gets my hopes up. I'm like, oh, the Dolphins should be looking at this guy. He'll definitely be there by uh, He'll be April. a stud. He'll be a stud. Honestly, then, I don't know. And, yeah, he'll be a stud. And then next thing you know, like, your college, like the bowl season comes around, he tears his ACL, and who knows? We're gonna we're gonna have to pick up some men. We're gonna honestly, I would love to put up a series, but just playing uh, franchise mode because I have a great time in franchise mode. Yeah, do you actually? Still, I think I've developed the most dynamic offense in NFL history. Of I'd like to recap it again of Trevor Lawrence with a receiving core of Jamar Chase, Terry McLaurin, and Kyle Pitts, Aaron Jones in the backfield. And I think all like star offensive linemen. Yeah, no, it was brutal. And it sucked. You, you had who was your best player? Zekerts. You traded him. You had Dallas Goddard. Dallas Goddard was honestly your best offensive player. Yeah, who was my best player? Who's your, who's your quarterback? It was it's Wentz. It was Wentz. I thought you traded him at one point. I remember Te- uh, Chris drafted I, 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 Zach I Wilson so, to Dallas. Yes, yes. I think I still have Wentz because Wentz was was good in that game. He had the good overall. So, but he he still I still think Wentz is a good quarterback. But anyways, besides the same, I think that's about pretty much on a recap for this week in NFL. Um, yeah, let's see if anything else to say. Thank you for tuning in. We appreciate all of you. Uh, let me know if you like my new attire. I might just must bust out new no, style. No, no one's bit. like I said. It's gonna be an audio version, unless you really want that video version. Denim on denim, baby. Okay. It's a Canadian suit, according to uh, Canadian Tux. Canadian Tux. My apologies. Thank you for our loyal listeners. Check out Evan's wonderful sports writing and reviews on our website, toastinthemorning.com. He's killing it. This kid's going places. Very special. Check it out. Except for my my prediction on the World Series, which I got wrong. 
I think a lot of people your predictions we know is your weeks but very interesting writing check them out thank you yeah. have a good day